This episode of Grade 43 is brought to you by On Trajectory. See where your money is taking you at ontrajectory.com. Do the math. Five kids. Three dogs, two cats, one and a half fish. Do teenagers count? And a lizard. Thirteen guitars. Seventeen years of formal education. Nineteen, but who's counting? Two middle-aged two men. Two middle-aged men. On a Get off my lawn. And a whole bunch of misguided ideas. <laughs> it works out to something like grade 43. 40. Get off my lawn. Grade. All right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Episode 10? Episode 10. Stop it. The... So this is actually when we go into the prequels, once we hit episode 10. Oh. Into, like, your, your origin story, my origin story. If they're as bad as Anakin's, then maybe we're doomed. Yeah, and then... um. And then there'll be like a little splinter movie of pockets um, <laughs> that we'll go into. <laughs> oh, pockets. oh, wow. That was, that was the best cold open we've ever done. We just like fucking did that. Yeah, just did it. Now we're doing it. We're getting more comfortable with this whole thing, I think. So it's good. Do I have any follow-up right now? Um, yeah, no, I added a couple things to the follow-up document. So did you catch... Um, and this, this is just the perfect thing to start off with. Did you catch the uh, Phil video about strings yes. on New Year the other day? <laughs> Phil and strings. I really want to try those coded strings now. There's going to be follow-up about that. Yeah. Well, and so what was hilarious, too, because he was like, well, you know, like, here's how I used to do my vibrato. And then after 10 days with these strings, now I'm doing more of this kind of vibrato. And I'm like, all right, that's... That's pretty good. So yeah, now we got to go um, start researching coded strings. And yeah, half half wounds and half smokes. And, I uh, I did the half wound right. I think we talked about it. Like it didn't okay, really. Right, right. I couldn't really notice anything. Like I think I'm completely insensitive to strings because I just don't notice much anything when I do different strings. Like I'm just not there. Yeah, like, I've I've become a uh, numb to it because uh, I took the PRS in for a setup and I'm like. Uh, grab a strings so he can just go ahead and change the strings when I do it. And like, um, I'll put the string joys on there. And he's all like, Oh, string joy. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. Just put them on, make my guitar work good again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Ah, I found the document that you're reading from. So that's good. Ah, excellent. <laughs> We're working from the same script here. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's, that, that's the show. Thanks for joining us this week. And uh, <laughs> I'm actually laughing at all the bullets you put on here. I can't wait for us to get into this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, we're gonna have more later. But uh, our friends over at Nova Guitar Shop gave us a telly to like. Well, not didn't give, loaned us one of the tellies. Well, let's let's clarify. Us really? No, they gave okay. You. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna work on the Massachusetts edition of that. So you don't like tellies anyway. So yeah. you know, I spared you. <laughs> exactly. What, what? I don't want that garbage. It's just a piece of wood with some strings on it. Uh, well, it kind of is. It kind of is. And we'll have to get into talking about uh, maybe that book, but not today. The uh, Birth of Loud, the book about the history of oh, the electric yeah. guitar. So good. So good. So we, that'll be when we start grade 43 book club, right? Oh my God. We, we no. don't have enough to do. We've got, uh, 
you know, we've got the, the tones, we've got the exercises, and now now we'll get into to books and, and gear reviews in our copious spare time. Uh, yeah, Ooh, all that spare time we have. Um, do you want to explain Get Off My Lawn? Yeah, well, yeah, this was, I think, like, I put this on your behalf on here because, um, yeah, we're like, oh, my God, or what, or what are we saying when we say get off our lawn and are we accidentally falling into some sort of, like, trope that's out there and bad people have co-opted as a, a way of, like, signaling something. But it, it's just pretty much us being grumpy old men, I think, right? Yes, I mean, there's no, that's where we no, are. That's, that's, that's yeah. my perspective is, like, I am in... I'm a grumpy old man in the suburbs when random neighborhood kids come and ride their scooters down my steep driveway. I want to yell at them and say, get off my lawn. And that's pretty much it. There's nothing more to it. Like, yeah, and, it's, and uh, it's really like full of that adulting nonsense of like, well, this kid's going to get hurt and I'm going to get sued or it's going to do something <laughs> to right. my insurance. Cause if there was none of that, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, whatever kid, go break a leg. Like just, Go away. I don't know. I, th- I still think I'd be grumpy. <laughs> You'd be grumpy regardless. Like, because, I mean, the whole thing, it's it's about, like, recognizing it, right? And going, right. oh, yeah, this is just me being a, you know, get off my lawn. Like, I don't uh, I don't have a really reasonable reaction for you except to say, get off my lawn. So. Right. 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 Yeah. So, good. I think it's important we clear that up there. And, and please let us know if there is some group out there that has oh my god yeah we don't we, yeah we're not trying to be a, a topical um what's the word we're not in in vogue kind of uh podcast with political commentary or anything right exactly we are far from that this is our opportunity to get away from whatever is going on in the world right now and just like have a nice time talking about guitars and and life in general but which kind of bring well I was going to start doing our intro for our for our guest, but um, we I think there's more to clear up here because I'm I'm curious. I don't know what we got going on here. You, you're mentioning Terry Bradshaw. Like, why are we talking about <laughs> Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> I think anyone who's listened to the podcast understands why we're talking about Terry Bradshaw. Um, no, oh, whoops. I accidentally clicked something with my mouse. Uh, no, it, it came up, I think, in the context of um, discussing with... Uh, the missus about the Josh interview and having time and all this. And she goes, I get it. Like you're like Terry Bradshaw. Now you don't throw the football. You talk about throwing oh. the football. I'm like, Oh my God. That's, that's like the perfect, that's the perfect analogy. Like, yeah, you know, don't really play much guitar, but we talk about it. We get our telestrator out and we circle all the shit that we like. That's cool. Uh. <laughs> we even make diagrams of guitar pedals, right? We got to get that out there. We got to oh, finish that's that. Right. Yeah. Yes, from the from the archives, and um, maybe we will release it with this episode. Maybe it's a little bit too close, because we should tell everyone what this episode is. If you didn't read whatever we're going to call it, uh, we got to sit down with one of the most interesting humans I never would have expected to meet or be talking to. Yeah, <laughs> and I never would have expected the conversation to go that way. He was just a hilariously chill and uh, good human. Yeah. Totally. Right. And, and what I was going to say earlier still applies now that, you know, usually when we talk about being adults and not having time, we're always cranky about it. But I felt like Joel. So we'll we'll just, ba-ba, you know, this is uh, Joel from spoiler alert <laughs> from Chase from Chase Bliss. He's the founder of Chase Bliss. When we asked them, we like to do the, the, the icebreaker of like, 
tell us about an adulting thing you did. And he turned it around to something like very positive, right? He's like, oh, yeah. I went out for a, well, we'll let him talk about yeah, it in yeah, just a second. But it. like, you and I are always like, adulting, rap, 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 adulting, get off my lawn. Rap, 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 rap. And he's like, he, he had a spin that was very positive, which I think pretty much represents, it like perfectly encapsulate why I think he's successful right now. Because he just sees things as, he's got a more positive spin maybe on things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like water, water off his back. Yeah, and he's a happy duck. Right. So yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll let it uh, carry itself. Uh, here you go. Here's us yakking to Joel Court from Chase Bliss. It's a rare feat to combine the curiosity of an engineer with the passion of a creator and to choose to run a company the way you want it to be run, not the way the world expects it to be run. And on top of that, to pull off making amazing things that people want and that bring them joy. Now we're not a gear channel, so we don't necessarily want to get into the supply chain logistics of what Chase Bliss is up to or really review their gear, even though we both have certainly spent time with it. But after seeing founder Joel Court's video about changes in his company, Chase Bliss, and doing a little research, it was evident that this was a guy that we should talk to. Joel has taken his company from a small group of engineers in Minnesota, from a pursuit to a household boutique, if there is such a thing. And now he's taking it an entirely different direction and going direct to consumer. What makes this interesting to us anyway is not so much the economics, though there are many thought-provoking details around that, but it, that it's very much the direction of a driven and passionate and compassionate leader who likes guitar and creating things just as much as you or I, and is willing to walk the walk and keep true to his vision. So please welcome adequate musician, compassionate boss, father, and dare I say it, thought leader, Joel Court. Welcome to the show. Woo! Wow, thanks so much for having me. That was, uh, that introduction made me feel great. Awesome. <laughs> That's what we want, everybody happy and, and comfy here. Uh, and um, I, I think there were even some things said in there that are like, um, we can we can even start joking about, because I think I've seen you and maybe uh, the folks at JHS joke about. But before that, something we always like to do, because we tend, we like to interview folks that uh, kind of live in the same world we do of like parenting, as well as doing mm -hmm. all the other wonderful things we do with creativity and work and whatever it might be. And so we like to do a little icebreaker around like adulting and like, mm -hmm. you know, for example, I'll give, uh, you know, tomorrow, tonight, actually, I have to like, uh, we're, we're going to head out on vacation. And, and, and as an adult now, I have to do things like pack throughout the day during my lunch break and then cram everybody into the car at 7 p.m., which is what we're going to do and go, as opposed to how I would have done it when I was like, uh, I don't know, a single guy 20 years ago. So like, that's like the marathon we're in right now of three days of kind of packing, getting things ready, planning meals with the other family and blah, blah, blah. Do we have all the tickets and all this stuff that we never had to do for ourselves, but we do for our families. And that's like my adulting thing today. Is there anything this past week or couple days that you um, kind of had to deal with there, Joel? It's interesting. Uh, the thing that comes to mind is I, uh, uh, I don't know how things used to be because I kind of can't remember, but 
Um, it seems like you just, and maybe this is just not, uh, not even a product of having children, um, or it's just being an adult, but it seems like you just so very rarely get to do what you want, (laughs) actually (laughs) what you want. And, um, I think it was last week. I I've been trying to just walk more because I, I I realized that I just love walking and listen to music. I just and it's just step outside your door and just walk around for a while, and it's so easy. Um, and I just n- never do it. And last week uh, we got the kids kick kids to bed um, a little earlier than normal, and. You, that's such an exciting. That's an amazing time, feat. Right? <laughs> wow, like it's just you that's know, a small it's, feat. it's like the whole the whole world just open to you for like that <laughs> an extra hour half before hour. you start getting tired, you know. Um, and I I told my wife Kelly I was like I'm gonna go for a walk and because she she usually that's when we hang out. Um, but and she but she had to work, and she's like cool cool yeah go for a walk and I it was just I listened to uh, the new. Kendrick Lamar album which I'm kind of obsessed with and um just just went for a long walk and um it just I don't know it just felt so good so I guess that was that was sort of like uh the anti-adulting <laughs> no but 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 see just, you know it's just it's just little stuff that but that was that was awesome you make a decision yeah but that was awesome because in a way you know Brian and I are always like in the complaining mode or whatever. I don't know. Like, like, so Oh, funny. I'm an adult. I got to do the thing and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But then there's that other side of learning to appreciate those kinds of, it's like, Oh my God, I got to go for a walk for an hour to myself. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And like, I wore my favorite sneakers and like, I got to listen to this music and it was awesome. And like, I wouldn't have cared about that. Like one iota 20 years ago that that would be a big deal or not. And now it's, kind of awesome it's like the um it's the infrastructure necessary to keep doing all the hard stuff right i mean like yeah you can't do the hard stuff indefinitely and you know hard is like in quotes right because it's so fulfilling but it's also it's not zero effort right so yeah yeah and i think what i'm trying to do is like i think sometimes we get ourselves and or i do i don't know about you guys but these mindsets of like oh i can't i can't go for a walk because of all the other like super important critical things i need to get done but yep trying to like really think about that you know it's, cer- it's certainly like that with uh um music with me where it feels like i have to be so intentional about okay i'm gonna play music now and it, it yeah. sometimes it feels i feel guilty because they're there's other stuff I think I'm supposed to do. Oh, um, I was going to bring up the G word. Cause that's my biggest thing. The, the yeah. guilt thing of like, is it okay if I take this 30 minutes now to do this thing instead of <laughs> weeding the garden outside? That's kind of looking a hot mess right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It's hard because it. they, they teach your characters what you do when nobody's looking, but man, sometimes you just got to have fun. Right. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that, good. but that kind of gets into some, some of the, uh, even the questions that we have, because, well, you, you run a business of, you know, you, you, you guys, y'all produce pedals, uh, guitar pedals for folks. Chase Bliss creates these really amazing, very unique um, sort of pedals. But at the same time, you all take the time to do things like create videos or create, you know, like, like cartoon, like animated videos even that are actually 
really pretty funny. And like your your Joel videos, you know, your Joel Ventures, which mm-hmm. I got to say, in a way for me, that video, at least I saw the very first one, it kind of made me think of like, if I took a video and I put it through a Chase Bliss pedal, that's what would oh, come out. Yeah. Right. It, it kind of had it. that. Yeah. It had like <laughs> it had these like yeah. little glitches and things. And it was like, oh, this is like the mood or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so what because you were talking about having to make the time to, we're talking about making the time to do all the things. How do you all like bring that all together of making all this extra stuff for communities while still running? How do you justify that? How does that work? Yeah. Talk about the guilt thing. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, um, well, one thing I should say, uh, I usually say this on podcasts. I don't really feel the need to, but I just say it anyways, that I'm a person who stutters. So, uh, sometimes if I make sounds like that, it's, it's not like an audio discontinuity. It's just the, the way that I speak, but For sure. I'm, I'm feeling like less and less the need to say that on podcasts. Cause I'm, I'm really quite comfortable with my stuttering my speech, but I like, I kind of like to do it still because um, there's there there's there there might be someone who stutters that is listening right mm-hmm. now that you know thinks they can maybe aren't won't be comfortable doing a podcast and it's just a um, I don't know it's just I like to normalize totally. stuttering whenever sure. possible yeah um, but yeah I loved that question um, actually Joel ventures sometimes. Uh, feels like a guilty thing but it's i'm just like i gotta do it because um whenever i make uh an important thing to me personally part of the business then it it like has to get done so as uh part of that whole uh joel ventures youtube series which uh in a nutshell is just Joel, that's me, you know, <laughs> trying to spend more time playing music because since starting the business and having a family, it, it's that time seems to just shrink, shrink, shrink. And um, so um, ending ended up spending uh, a bunch more time working on stuff when we just, uh, my band recently made a record in Nashville, which was wow super super cool um and i've already forgotten exactly what what the question was but (laughs) well it was about doing that stuff and still running your business like how do you justify doing all that and you even just mentioned like you all want to spend more time making music so does making the videos scratch an additional itch or help you be able to do more of the music create is it another creative side that you want to kind of pursue you know like we yeah, have this podcast yeah. like do we need this pod like he and i both have no time to play guitar but yeah. so why don't we just start a podcast well okay but now we're not even we're just talking about the guitar thing but i guess that's the circuitous to, way to get yeah. to uh, yeah. get that to doing what you love right yeah i mean yeah i think for that stuff it's more just like if if i, f- I feel like if i don't do some really fun interesting stuff every once in a while because the, running the business is super stressful and uh it's a lot, you know? So if I don't put some of that stuff in there, it's just kind of like, what's the point of anything? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I just feel like I have to. And, and in terms of uh, the cartoon, that was more of like uh, uh, a friend of mine um, 
I can't remember all the details how it started. I think maybe he got laid off or something and was and was wanting to do this animation stuff. And I just came up with this this idea. And it was during the pandemic um, of uh, um, of you know having this this weird balloon character we developed in a web series just fly around and and um, stumble upon um, artists that we work with and uh, um, get them to do voice performances of them <laughs> interacting with this uh, purple balloon and um, and then yeah making this this cartoon out of that it, did, it didn't really go quite as well as I thought as far as like um well i'll say this I, I don't think it went very wide as far as the viewership went but I, I i do hear from a lot of um uh you know fans of the company that they liked it so um it, it was fun it brought me a lot of uh joy and happiness you know um and i think it helped us connect some more with some of the favorite uh notable artists that we work with like mm -hmm. nels klein yeah 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 <laughs> that's kind mm -hmm. of blew my mind I was like that's nels <laughs> klein what the heck <laughs> yeah that one was that one was particularly uh there i there was definitely some discomfort there because i i actually know uh, i consider nels a friend we've we've hung out a few times and we you know email pretty regularly um but I, I've never interacted with Jeff Tweedy at all. Um, and he's one of my favorite musicians of all time. And um, the animator and writer of, of the cartoon is, is this friend of mine named Matt Lateral, super talented guy. And he sent me the script for the Wilco episode. And it's basically, um, it's like Jeff Tweedy eating garbage out of a dumpster. And, Eat the bread. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and so then I like, I don't know, like one of my, you know, one of my musical heroes and sending this script to their management. And I was like, yeah, um, and I just felt really stupid. But then I don't know, a couple of weeks went by. I'm like, oh, shit, that's not going to happen. And then it was and then they just sent back the audio files of and it was Jeff, like, it did it so brilliantly and like even like eating the bread garbage he must have like while he was recording like ate a cracker or something to get like this is i can't believe this this is it, it, i just was just laughing just That's crying amazing. almost how it was so so fun and made me maybe so happy yeah, I mean, I think that's like one of the the draws of your, I'm going to call it a brand, and that's like a terrible word. It makes it sound like you have a whole like a think tank thinking of it, but like, mm -hmm. it, it's the fun. It's why you put the flying faders on the automaton, right? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, things like that. It's like, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had all around the periphery, as well as in like the the center where you're going for like the, the main thing. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's weird. One time I had this uh, other person in the industry, and usually everyone's so nice. This guy can be kind of... <laughs> cranking he's just like what's with the balloon stuff it makes you look weak and stupid and i was just like man uh i don't know man is is uh jeff tweedy and ed o'brien sending you audio files of, of right. themselves eating garbage right you know i i don't know uh i think it's working out it, yeah. it is interesting how there's that aspect of like we're all afraid sometimes to try new things or like when we first started the podcast, I, I, I find that like 
Brian is much more grounded than I am. And I am kind of like, well, why don't we just email the guy? You know? Yeah. I'll never just going to say yes or no. He's like, well, you know, they're whoever it is. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to do it anyway. And I'm like DMing people on Instagram and they're like, well, we'll come on your podcast. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> worth it. You know, because the worst thing, the worst case scenario is just, you know, maybe your pride's a little hurt, but like usually yeah. people say yes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the worst one is when I get ignored, but that's okay. I just keep. Yeah, and that ha- I mean that happens yeah. to me all the time too. I'm yeah. sure it happens to everybody at every level to some extent. You know, everyone has somebody that they think is like you know special and and will ignore them and make them feel bad for a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I've got like the opposite of like the whole like you know Gil. I'm like oh like why would they listen and all that? Like if if I never ask, then they never know that I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a compelling argument, but I mean, we, it's kind of, I don't know. I know I brought up stuttering earlier, but like one, one of the big things for me to uh, realize with that whole thing is like the easiest way not to stutter is just not to talk. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Or yeah. I've, I've heard that like, you know, uh, like anything that they can do to like train it out of you just also train some of your personality away right like yeah you don't, have, you don't have any of the same zip that you that you may have right yeah yeah i've i've been uh i've learned how to talk like a robot you know but i, mm-hmm. I felt like you know the social penalty of that was uh yeah. was worse than stuttering yeah yeah absolutely. people probably think you're a jerk when you talk like that or <laughs> right. something yeah. hello <laughs> My name i am very Joel. pleased to meet yeah. you yeah, yeah. absolutely um, so let's talk a little, a little bit about, you must have had a hell of a past month, six weeks, however long it's been since announcing. And for our, our listeners who aren't, you know, big um, Chase Bliss uh, fans or who follow this, like, so you sell your pedals, you know, I think I bought yours off of Reverb when, uh, when I had a little brief fling with a automatone. And then I was like, not that this pedal wasn't for me, but this was, again, my, my little version of imposter syndrome. Like, I'm not smart enough to work this thing. So I sent it to Calamar. <laughs> um, but I imagine you've had an interesting time, you know, announcing that, like, you're going direct to the customer to make a better customer experience when I'm sure everyone's sitting on your shoulder. Like, the business heads are going, like, well, no, this is, you need to grow. You need to scale. You need to offshore, make it cheaper, better, faster, bigger, more. So a couple questions. Um, so one what was like the all hands like when you decided that when you, when you brought the team together and, and, and announced them or if, or if they learned by the video, I don't know. And then, um, you know, what's the most interesting feedback that you've gotten? Like the, Hey man, I saw what you did and X. Yeah. Well, um, for the f- first part of it, I definitely don't feel like it was just my d- d- decision. Like it kind of started a few years ago where we, me and, um, some of or you know we have uh four manager level type and employees at at chase listen we have regular meetings to talk about you know production and 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 everything and a few years ago it just started like why don't we just sell direct and it was just kind of like ha 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 you know like that's that's a funny joke and then um, it just kind of kept coming up like, well, gosh, what if we just sold direct? And then I, uh, maybe it's like a year ago where someone said it and I looked around and I was like, that really kind of solves all of these issues we've just been arguing about. Yeah. And then it just kind of, it just sunk in like, yes, we're doing this. We're going to do this. And, ev- and then it, everybody 
that we talked to about it and kind of explained the thought process behind it was like, yeah, we should do that. Right. Um, and so I don't know, ever since, ever since we made that decision, things just feel lighter and um, nice. Um, it, it was, I was very stressed out about the announcement um, itself because I don't like to disappoint people. And I knew there, and I love a lot of uh the dealers that we work with mm -hmm. um i'm not all of them but i love a lot of them <laughs> and and i knew it was going to bum them out so that's just you know you don't want to bum people out that you like but um i also thought if i just really like they're like how are we going to announce this i'm like i just want no cuts i just want to like talk say just just walk through why i made this decision and if anyone's super mad at me if they watch that and they're still super mad at me then like that's fine. I, I'm probably just not going to be friends with that person anymore, right. you know, because that that's just, I feel like not lot, just, it's, it's just not, not being empathetic and just totally, you know, like, okay, there's a person that this is the right decision for them, you know, whether or not I agree with it. And right. I, I think it actually, I mean, we, we had a few people that were horrible, but um mostly uh, most of, like 95 percent of the dealers were either like dang that's that's a bummer but i get it or hey you know what i'm glad that this is this is working for you if you ever change your mind uh we'd love to work with you again that's you know, awesome. so many of that and that's just yeah. that was just so nice um yeah, it seems like it's like uh, so many people get wrapped up in the kind of person that you want to be, right? When they provide that kind of like negative feedback, like, well, why do you care who I want to be, right? It's, it affects yeah. me, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, there was some weirder stuff like, oh, you're, you're, you know, ruining brick and mortar retail or something. And it, it, uh, and it's like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that, uh, you know, this is a, a phenomenon, a phenom phenomenon that's not isolated to, you know, my, what works for me as a human, me and my business, my small business, you know? But. Yeah. Um, so in, in, uh, I think it was in that video or maybe something else on the website, like you fully recognize that your stuff is not for everyone. Right. Which I think yeah. is kind of rare. Right. So do you think if you were making something more ubiquitous, like, I don't know, I'm trying, what's the, what's the most ubiquitous pedal out there? Um, do you think like that would have had to change the story if it were just like, yep, everyone gets one of these. Um, I mean, obviously that'd be a harder uh, thing to accomplish, but do you think if you were, if you didn't have that attitude of like, here's what I'm making, if you love it, come get it. And I'm good with that. Do you think if it were more like just you had 99% yeah, of the market, it'd be different. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at a company like uh, JHS, for example, and I think that even though we're taking the exact opposite approaches, I think for our respective brands, it's like equally 100% the right fit because they they make a lot of stuff where it's like, this is a tube screener, this is a chorus, this is a delay where, um, you know, I, so I don't even think they sell direct at all. At least the last time I, I was on their website, I think it's just like, it's all through dealers and it makes sense. It's like, they have this amazing YouTube show and yep. um, all sorts of educate. They provide all sorts or Josh provides all sorts of value for yeah. not only his customers, but for 
um, the industry, you know, consumer as a whole. And so there's all this goodwill around that value. And then they make a lot of, of stuff that could be, you know, your first delay pedal, your first reverb pedal, your first tube screamer. Right. And yeah. why yeah. not have that in tons and tons of stores yeah. everywhere? That $99 like, that makes so much sense. series that they came out with. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And like, if I'm, if I'm, you know, a beginning guitar player um, and I'm looking at like, or not even a beginner, but like someone that's getting into guitar pedals and thinking like, where do I start? Like, why, why wouldn't you get a JHS pedal? Because, you know, you, you feel a connection to the company, you know, their service is going to be good. They're easy to get, presumably. I don't really know. I, I'm assuming they are. Um, and that's, I think, super smart and makes a lot of sense. Whereas, you know, with us, it's like we're making like, you know, this niche upon it's like it's already a niche industry and then we're making like the niche of the niche thing right yeah yeah you really are it's like super that's really interesting that you brought up josh uh of gh of jhs and how like the two of you have such different companies but both of you also really really focus on community i think Mm -hmm. like extensively i mean josh's museum collection of guitar pedals and how he talks about it's just like awesome to to see and hear all of that and i'm you know i've i've had my own company it was a small company uh in brazil for like teaching english and stuff like that um and and now um brian and i have this podcast and and part of what we want to do all the time with our businesses and the things that we're trying to do, not that our podcast is even a business right now, but it's like engaging with community. Like that's what, that's what I mostly want. Like when we have someone on Twitter replying to something we said and they have feedback, I'm just like, oh, this is so awesome. This is exactly what I want. I want to meet more people. I want to have a community because community to me is like what life is really all about and like yeah. music, right? It really gives you a lot of community. So, but you and Josh both like, I feel like invest heavily in it. Like recently you released, uh, are they called chase tapes? The chase bliss tapes, you know, the collection, the compilation. Habit tapes. Habit tapes. Mm, Thank yep. you. Sorry. They're, and they're all made with the new habit pedal. And so the first series, the first um, band camp release was like 10 artists that are, are people, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then the next one is going to be like all community driven, right? Like people yep. are submitting their thing less than three minutes, whatever it is, we can share links to that later in the podcast and, and people are doing, so like all of this takes time and money and things that take away from business, but they're also like critically important. But I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen people start companies and they're like, okay, later we'll get to that when we have money to do it. Yeah. But like, there's a little bit of like, how do you decide, how do you do that? How do you, how did you do it? At least I don't, I don't, you can't speak for Josh, but like, yeah. what, what is it like to, how do you start like fostering that community? And when does that start to happen? I mean, I think it's always a balance even for us, but, um, but it kind of goes back to that same thing we were talking about earlier. It's like, if we're not going to do this stuff, like I don't even want to do anything. <laughs> you know, I just, it's fun. It's, it's, uh, um, I want to have that connection with the c- customers. I want to see how people are using our products and um, it just, it, it feels good. And I think it's, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to really focus on, on uh, being 
welcoming and in inclusive and um, uh, just thinking, trying to always think about different ways to do that and also just make music and, and have, have a good time and, and um, feel all the benefits that come from being creative and making music. So let me, I think I have the same question in a different way. I'm going to try to see if I can say this and I'm not going to get into like, how do you show me your balance sheet? Cause I don't understand how you're doing this thing or whatever, mm -hmm. but like, and neither of us understand balance. Sheets. Yeah. right. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I, I do a little bit now, but not There's really. some of that too. Um, uh, but, but like you, you, you create like high quality things that require that you employ people to do them. And, and, and like, you also still have to make pedals and you have like margins and like, so how do you, are you just able to hire amazing people who are willing to go to the extra mile or like for everyone that works there, it's, it's almost like a, a tech startup where it's sort of everyone's life, but maybe in like in a healthy way, like, like people just spend all their time thinking about it and wanting to do it. And it's like a lifestyle. You are able to somehow create this lifestyle and company for this group of people so that you can output this and, and stay in business. <laughs> um, it's actually all pretty normal on that front. I think uh, at some point um, I kind of had the theory that, I mean, there's so much stuff out there. I, I look at like, you know, you, you know, getting back to like the kids thing, there's so many toys out there that are just so junky and I just had the thought a lot, like, gosh, I would like pay, I think a lot of people would like pay way more for toys if they were actually like not plastic pieces of junk, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so I, I kind of had, you know, this, this theory that if you just make really nice stuff, um, hopefully there's enough people out there that will, will want to pay the extra thing for the nice thing. And, know that it's supporting um, a company that has an em employees with with really good health care and a living wage and, and all of those things. So actually, I mean, some of our employees like aren't even really into guitar pedals that much, but they're really good at making them and they're really nice, thoughtful individuals. And um, and yeah, so I, I kind of I don't know, I, I approach everything from a place of empathy. I've I've you know, worked a lot of different jobs that I haven't been crazy about. And, um, I, I like, like every, like hourly is a really big thing for me. Like I don't, if I, if people are working overtime, which, you know, mm -hmm. uh, is always, is always sort of on the table cause we're behind all the time, but <laughs> I want, I don't want e even, even for like, engineers and things like that i i if people are working extra hours like i just want to pay them for that otherwise i right. just feel weird even you know i think um you know it's hard to run a business no matter what but i just always want to come from a place of of uh of just not taking advantage of anyone and um even if chase bliss is like a cool place to work and you know um maybe could get away with people paying with paying people less or whatever it's right. just yeah it's 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 actually pretty uh pretty normal you know obviously you know we we em employ a lot of uh people at chase bliss that are you know obsessed with guitar pedals but like i said there it's not 
it's not a requirement by any means. Yeah. Do you think um, from like the technology or whatever the right term for it is, I guess that is like, you know, the, the transistors and the wires and stuff like that. Um, do you think you and others like you, I mean, JHS may have this problem as well. Do you think you have it harder th these days because of like the knowledge available to people? Um, and then also, I kind of feel like there's an element to Chase Bliss and why I like it and why my mind was blown when I got an uh, automatone because like pedals weren't a thing that I was really aware of, but like everyone can just get on the internet. They can look at stuff and like somebody can, you know, wire together stuff and go, aha, I made my own tube screamer, right? So yep. people know a little bit more about how the sausage is made. So you have to make like tastier sausage or you have to come up with a new idea of sausage, right? I think it used to be like that, but I, I think it's not anymore. Like again, like okay. the JHS example, it's like, yeah, if you want to build your own pedal, awesome. But like, it's gonna for your time and your materials <laughs> and everything for like less than whatever JHS is selling you for, that's going to be a, you're going to have to want to do that. That's a yeah. tough value proposition. Yeah. You certainly okay. can. And for us, it's like, you're going to have to learn how to write code. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, I like people would always say like, aren't you worried about like, you know, China ripping off your yeah. designs and something. I'm like, I don't think they're going to make any money because it's just really hard to do what we're doing. No one's getting like super rich or anything. Right. So it's just, right. it's like, be my guest, I guess. I don't know. Right. I kind of feel weird saying that, but like, we're, we work really hard. The stuff yeah. we do is, is complex and challenging. And if, if, if someone else wants to do it, like, it's like, it's just hard. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. different from yeah. like, I can pay you pennies to file Fred ends on guitars yeah. to make that guitar cheaper <laughs> than the guitars over there. Like, mm -hmm. it, Yeah. You can't really do that with that kind of um, professional knowledge. I guess that's needed for what you all, for what you all do. Um, so I saw something about, I think it's your dog Cooper and you guys have, Y'all have stuff coming down the, the pipeline oh, yeah. and all we this actually, and everything. I, I can tell you everything. Yeah, I wanted to open that up for the last tomorrow. couple minutes of like whatever you want to kind of talk about. Yeah, can, uh... so so the dog, Cooper, is actually um, one of one of our employees' dogs, uh, Tom Wojeski. And he used to run this pedal company called Cooper Effects, named oh. after yes after cooper That's right. and, i remember this now um, when you all joined together yeah yeah so we we uh joined forces and um we're releasing um the first pedal that he's worked on since starting and it's this um it's it's really interesting because it's uh the pedal is called generation loss and it it was kind of i don't know kind of a phenomenon like people really liked it it was hard to get and um you know it was really really in demand and 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 so he but he actually like reimagined it um which terrified me at the beginning until <laughs> we decided we were still going to have the old version of it in the pedal so you can flip a switch and mm -hmm. it's, it's the old mm -hmm. version that oh. everybody loves and is familiar with and then he he made this new version that really he's been working on it for like a year but it's been great because he hasn't had to run a business it's like all all he's been doing and it, it really um uh simulates um all different varieties of tape degradation and mm -hmm. lo-fi sounds and this is our um the very first time we've done a, a stereo device in our mm. smaller sort of classic format that's almost kind of a meme 
at this mm -hmm. point with people like when we come out with a pedal in that format you know they'll just ask is it stereo to sort of like right just being yeah but this one actually it is, is. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have <laughs> so yeah i think people are gonna like it i i i it's, it's been it's super fun for me because i i haven't been very uh i mean i i'm just not involved with you know the development really he's he's kind of able to do whatever he wants which i love and i uh recently spent a bunch of time with it last week when we were shooting a video and he was showing me everything and uh i was i was just i'm just so happy with how it turned out that's awesome nice. Nice. that's so cool that's so cool and uh like i mentioned we're we have the we'll add links to um stuff about the habit tapes okay and um awesome. And, and I guess we talked about it enough, you know, Habit is one of your new pedals. Yeah. Uh, it's a very sophisticated delay pedal, but you can, Too you can do so many for cool us, things. For sure. Well, yeah, it's, it's over my head. <laughs> it's but sort of like, a happy accident machine. Yeah. You know? Oh, right. Right. Yeah. And, and so people are, are plugging in different instruments and just taking it in all sorts of different directions. And you all are going to have that on Bandcamp. I think the first one is free um for people to, to be download and listen to the community one i guess will probably be yeah i think it'll be the same thing um mm -hmm. and yeah yeah the uh uh the way we have it set up if if you want one of the original ones all you have to do is um submit um for the next round you know of habit tapes and and then you're able to get a tape and then I think we're going to pick, I think it was 16 of our favorite submissions and then do, you know, the next, uh, the next collection. Yes. The next collection. And I cool. think the first hundred get an actual cassette tape and exactly. then they're going to have to go yep. ask their grandparents oh my God. for a tape. Go yeah. steal a car, yeah. right? <laughs> it's kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw them at the record store here. People are getting back. Yeah. Especially a few years ago. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite as popular. It, it was, you know, now I think, uh, cds are coming back yeah oh, my boy. nephew's a 10 year old he has a cd player follow your bliss but how do you know that you'll still be able to chase it founding anything a company a family a podcast or any sort of endeavor requires all sorts of planning and learning about things like balance sheets and the like planning for the end of your tenure and retirement is just as much work if not more there are so many corners to see around to figure out when can i retire you need all the info you can get and that's where on trajectory helps did, did somebody say On Trajectory? Hey, it's On Trajectory founder, Tyson Koska. Hey, Ty. Hey, I'm, uh, I was just, you know, in the neighborhood, thought I'd pop in. That's awesome. Why don't you, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about what led you to found OT? It was to answer one question. When can I quit my soul-crushing day job in corporate IT? That was the only thing that I wanted to know. I mean, I didn't really care about retirement per se. I don't mind working. I like working. Uh, but it's an unfortunate fact of life that jobs that are fun and rewarding, they just don't pay very well. So I had a young family. I was consciously maximizing my earning potential. I was taking whatever mind-numbing project that my corporate overlords dreamed up. I just, you know, did anything. I was actually traveling to New York every week. But, you know, you can do almost anything as long as you know where the finish line is. And that was the impetus behind OT to just 
see that clearly in the future. Ironically, the search to answer that question is what allowed me to actually leave the corporate world. And now I work on On Trajectory full-time. I will wake up in the morning sometimes just eager to get uh, back at my computer and try to figure out more ways to make this long-term financial planning thing easier and easier for people. So I guess in a way, the question that I had answered itself. That's amazing. And folks, if you haven't checked it out yet, please go to www.grade43.com OT to sign up today and see where your money is taking you. Thanks to On Trajectory and to Tyson for being the very first sponsor of Grade 43. Joel, thanks for bearing with us on all yeah, that. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, we, I got we, panicked. We do this too at work. We've never done the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, that's the thing. Like, it's like, it's, you know, it's really good audio. It's really good video. It's really stable. But like, come on, guys, I don't need a whiteboard. I just need to talk to people. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. You know what I'm working on? There's an open source version of this. And um, I set up the open source through DigitalOcean to run it like on demand. And it's oh. like five bucks a month. So yeah, uh, I can email the detail. It's so it was like super easy. They have everything ready. You run a script and then you just start up your little server on DigitalOcean. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Jitsi is the name of the open source. But you can't record. If you want to record it, you have to add another package to it. Whatever. But it's not that. Yeah, it's not bad. Not your code's more complicated than the <laughs> code that I'm noodling with yeah. there. So yeah, yeah. cool. We so all work in a couple IT, more things, but you didn't want to be uh, pinch about. So I got a question. Um, do you run your own Twitter? You run your own uh, Twitter or do you have like a comms team that does that? So the Twitter uh, as so it used to be that like Instagram was kind of, you well, you know, when I started the company, it was just me, you know, so I did everything. And then the Instagram direct message situation started to just overwhelm my life as we getting so many DMs from there and so much stuff that like it was really, I was checking it all the time, like my kids and my wife drove them crazy and at, at some point i was like i just need to like never check an instagram yep. dm again and um we didn't really have um anyone on staff that it was really appropriate to take over and then i was kind of complaining about it one day to one of um one of the managers and he was like you know i think my wife would really like to do that and she's a musician and she Courtney? hates her job yeah Courtney? She yeah, well, she doesn't up. hate her job. I shouldn't say yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was just um, she yeah. it, she was ready to move on. Um, right. uh, she hated some aspects of her job. Sure. Um, so we talked and we're like, yeah, let's do this. And so she's uh, she took over that um, and she does a lot of other stuff. She's uh, her title's creative coordinator. But that I still post on Instagram, maybe like half the post. And then she does like the other half. Okay. Um, but I don't really respond sure, to, sure. to the comments or the messages. I do every once in a while, but Twitter, we don't have really that many people that follow us. And I just, I found that that's like the only social media I personally was engaging in. Cause I was like late to Twitter. I didn't, I didn't start an account till, or I didn't actually like engage with it. And then it was kind of fun. So I was like following people and I'm like, Oh, Twitter's kind of fun. Yeah. I suck and, at Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I have a follow-up question because then yeah. that means then, then it is true. I think that you posted the thing the other week about watching Star Wars with the kids. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and you're watching watched another movie last or we watched the first half of episode one last night. Oh, nice. So yeah. I gotta say, like, like how like how are you training your children? Because I'm trying to train my children that like it goes Rogue One, Star Wars, Empire. That's like your your Star Wars thing there. So you know, Empire's yeah. the best, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's my favorite. Um I, I think I, I, they know all about Star Wars because it's like so, there's so much Star Wars 
yeah. stuff now. So they, they were familiar, like they already knew that Dark Vader is Luke Skywalker's father, you know, yeah. so they couldn't, that part wasn't going to be a new spoiler thing, alert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry y'all. <laughs> um, but, but I, I tried maybe a couple of years ago, cause they would talk about, like they wanted to be Star Wars characters for Halloween, but they never watched the movies. And I was like, cool, that's cool. I'm like, do you guys want to watch the movies? And they're like, no. And I was like, uh, maybe like a, a, a month ago, they're talking about Star Wars again a lot. I'm like, do you guys want to watch the movies? Cause I'd actually really love to, I think you guys are old enough. I think it'd be cool. And they're like, yeah, we want to watch the movies. And they, Oh my, it is so fun watching it with them. I mean, the only thing that's not fun, but also super fun is like every five minutes I have to pause and answer like <laughs> 20, like they all, they're so into it. And they're like, well, what's this? And this, and I'm like, listen, I'm like, I can tell you, but I, I, I'm not really, I shouldn't yet. And one yeah. of them wants to know everything right away. And the other one is like, no, no, no spoilers. <laughs> and one I screwed up recently and uh, on during episode one, it, it, it's not every 10 minutes, like every two minutes I'm pausing it. Cause I want to watch it too. Cause I never, I remember episode one, it was like, it was reviewed horribly and everyone thought yeah. it said it was, you know, so bad. So I think I've only seen it once when I was like 15. So I was watching it again last night. I'm like, this isn't that bad. You know, yeah. I'm like Jar Jar Binks, everybody, you know, the kids, the kid think he's thinks he's great. So I don't know. I think I'm, it'll be interesting watching, you know, the, uh, the prequel, the pre the prequels again um with the kids because uh it's i don't know it's just fun watching them watch it really oh, yeah yeah it's amazing it's amazing it's like it's you know it's it's endured right it's like yeah uh, yeah yeah that's cool and so, so yeah i'm kind of into it now too i'm watching that new obi-wan oh yeah uh, oh, i haven't got um, that I'm, one yet yeah yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah yeah i'm really liking it i don't i don't know i try to stay away from like the internet chatter it seems like maybe some people think it's bad but i think i think it's i like I think it. it's a lot of fun i'm enjoying it yeah i like it i like it i love yeah. leia i mean that little oh, girl yeah so she's cool. so leia it's just like i, I love too that it's like the relationship because i just watched episode four with the kids it's plausible because leia and obi-wan are never like really together in the movie yeah, you know? yeah. so they could kind of make their history whatever they want and so i found that quite fascinating and lovely yeah i love it you you got to see it it's so good this little girl is so good that's cool yeah, i'll add to the list because I, I missed out on the whole i know it's not baby yoda technically but i missed out on the whole uh mandalorian, mandalorian? yeah that was oh, great too mandalorian that, that's my probably so my favorite cool. star wars thing wow like wow. i've ever seen and yeah. again i know some people like uh, people get really passionate and i've heard a lot of people don't like that but i i just thought it was amazing i love that it. was made by star wars nerd hardcore star oh, wars really nerds. oh, oh yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that who know the whole origin story. Oh yeah, there's, I feel there's... like that's what I always like hoped Star Wars would be. You know, it's yeah. like that show. That's what one fun. of the producers is all about. He wrote all the Clone Wars and all the other really? stuff oh, too. Okay. So, so he's you're, like, you're, you know, you know. I, I watched all the behind the scenes. That's okay. all I know. I'm not that much. Calmer's got a all blog. Right. No, yeah, <laughs> I always feel like I kind of like if someone's like, "Oh, you're like a Star Wars nerd," I'm like, "No, no." I mean, no. I like it. I'm definitely not. I don't know. I, I say know, at, like, at and I get yelled at. It's not yeah. at, at. It's ATAT. -AT. I'm like, okay, I'm not a but Star like, Wars. Why nerd. do I want? I, I feel the need to like really overexplain to like to people that no, no I'm not like that. Right, you know? right, right. Well, I, mine I, is to really be that like, like mine is more like it's not that I'm not a nerd. I'm okay. I embrace yeah. nerddom. I just don't know enough. So don't ask me. I just know. <laughs>
<laughs> I, what I saw on the Disney behind the scenes thing. That's what I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's cool. I so I get a, equal I get a, in our nerddom. Yeah, yeah I, I get oh, a yeah. bit of a weird, weird question here, and it, and it just came to me, right? So, um, like, uh, has it occurred yet where like the kids have to do like a school project that explains what does dad do? kind of thing because i remember like i remember uh, having that as a kid and my dad worked on the hill in uh, dc and i had like no idea what that meant so i did it on my brother who worked at mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> so, so like when they're like what, what does daddy do for because i work from home and my like my son thought i was unemployed for like two years i'm like dude i work from home like i'm mm-hmm. you hear me on the phone i'm not making things up <laughs> um so i think i haven't seen this yet but um i have um it seems like there are some projects the kids did for Father's Day that they're sitting on and that I'm going to that are going to be revealed to me oh, you know, okay. over the weekend, because um, for Mother's Day, they brought some stuff home and it was like, what does mommy do for work? And she has two <laughs> computer screens and it was like works on two computers. <laughs> you know, that's nice. like what so mommy we'll, does. We'll that's watch what your, mom uh, does. Yeah, we'll watch yeah it'll Twitter. be interesting. We'll watch your Twitter account and see my, what happens. Yeah, my my seven year old has, I think, a pretty good handle on it. But um, so it'll be really interesting to see what he writes compared to you know my five year old, which mm-hmm. I have no yeah. idea what he'll what oh. you know what he'll put. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, it's been so amazing speaking with you, Joel. I mean, so glad to get the opportunity and so glad you say yes. And as, as we talk about our, our life responsibilities, we're looking at the clock going, oh, now it's not Zoom crushing us. It's our our uh, yep. adulting is crushing us. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks again for the time. It was a, a blast uh, to talk to you. We'll drop the, the links in here and shoot you the, the episode yeah. to preview. And uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll see what happens on uh, on Father's Day on Twitter. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, yeah. I have to, I'll, uh, make sure to tag you and yeah thanks thanks for asking me you guys are super easy and fun to talk to so yeah you know feel uh feel free to ask me anytime Um, oh man thank you we're friends now Woo! sweet i wish we were up in minnesota (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome dude thank you yeah we just i gotta get i have like more meeting you probably have meetings too we really appreciate you being yeah. so flexible and yep. and you have you now hold the record for number of zoom meetings we had to oh that's right yeah, we'll have to, that yes. was three today yeah. that, that was, our, that our, was goal. That our goal impressive. is we've had this running joke that uh, most podcasts fail after eight eight episodes and if we get yeah. through like a year of this we're gonna have every guest back for like a big uh shindig of some sort there so love it i'll be there yeah. that'll be fun awesome. you'll, you'll talk to phil have you ever do you know phil mcknight have you guys interacted? never talked to him oddly enough you know, he talked about you so a big. lot the other day. Really? Talked- I just I think he's so big that he's like, you know, he's in a different stratosphere. Oh, I, I- I think he thinks it's the other way around. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, we'll get rid of that. I mean, yeah, we talked to him, and he's he's just a dude doing what he likes. I literally he emailed anyway, Phil and said, so. "Want to talk?" And he said, "Sure," and gave us wow. an, like all the time we wanted, and was we'll just okay. And, and and talked about us on his YouTube thing, which tran- turns into like. 200 downloads for us yeah. which was like yeah. whoa amazing. you know so amazing stuff you yeah man phil McKnight. You, you need uh, a phil bump you know yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah exactly. like, that's what we called it the phil bump <laughs> yep. Nice. yep that's right that's right, right. well cool Outstanding, man man all right be well thank you so and much thanks again Wow, dude, how is it possible? Because neither you or I remembered 
when we did the intro bumper that we talked about Star Wars, but like at the opening of our show just now, we talked about episode 10, Anakin, yeah. all that. Oh, yeah. And what did we finish on with Joel? We finished on Star Wars and he brought it up. That was fantastic. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. But yes, it's still serendipitous. This has all been, you know, foreseen. We also, um, this didn't make it into the last episode, but I heard this clip and I was like, oh, I should put that in, but it won't make any sense. Um, he is our all-time Zoom champion for oh. the number of Zoom meetings we've had to go to Yes, uh, in order to finish the interview. And I have audio of you saying this like a month ago, <laughs> going like, oh, that'd be great. We'll talk to Joel. Man, we'll probably need like three or four Zoom sessions to capture it all. <laughs> and you, you were actually uh, spot on. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man, I feel like I'm really enjoying our interviews. And I think our guests are too, because we're not just asking them probably questions that they're very used to answering. Yeah. You know, not that we're, I'm, I'm not even trying to brag about it. It's just like, I just think it's cool that our guests are willing to stay on the line with us for like, two hours every time just talking and we we're usually the ones that are like okay it's time to wrap <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, thanks for doing this for us but it's getting kind of old now and we need to go. yeah right <laughs> it's more like i gotta get back to my day job every time <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah yeah so did you do so your homework is, <laughs> yeah is this the part where we talk about cornell dupree <laughs> yeah. and so it's kirk fletcher just to be clear the homework assignment was palm muting and it's like, what the hell? Palm muting. And it's a, a rhythm lesson by Kirk Fletcher, who is an amazing blues guitarist. We'll have a link to his album on Spotify. He is just amazing. But the, the lick is inspired by um, Cornell Dupree. The Sound of right. Silence. Yeah, Cornell Dupree. The Sound <laughs> of Silence. That's right. That's right. Muting. It's, it's by right. Marceau I'm, Marceau. I'm, wait, I, here we go. I, yeah, I'm, I'm muting right now. Oh. Okay, and I just muted again. So I'm, I'm I'm not doing the lesson, but I'm getting a lot of practice. Yeah, right, right. With your pedal, with your rolls, mic mute. <laughs> yep, that's right. Oh, man, anyway, this is so weird doing yeah. it this time of the week. Like we folks, if we sound different, we usually don't podcast in the mornings. Yeah, usually this is an evening activity. So this is a summer treat, and I don't know. I feel like I'm at work. I'm like, all right, what's my next meeting? Right, <laughs> right. What's the next topic? Let's let's record that next bumper. <laughs> Cool. cool. All right. Well, all the same same things apply. Find us on the socials, grade 43 or 43rd. 43rd. Yep. 43rd grade on Twitter. Info at grade 43. Tell us stuff. It was fun interacting with you people on the shout outs last time. Yeah, totally. Totally. We had, yeah, that was great. Cool. And get off my lawn. Yeah, we money. That not really something. She's like, I, I have a penny. Maybe I could buy a toy or whatever. It's like, okay, we're not there yet. We're we got Yeah, you wanted to buy a, a gas station for a hundred dollars yesterday. Oh, like hey, a toy gas station or like no, like business? a real gas station. Yeah. <laughs>